Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again Congressman Greg Pence, who represents Indiana's 6th Congressional District on Capitol Hill. And good morning to you, Congressman. Morning, Tom. And, of course, on uh, Monday, Congressman, the uh, 4th of July holiday and uh, America's uh, birth date. And uh, how did you and the family spend uh, the 4th of July on Monday? Well, after the long weekend, Tom, I did what I know a lot of other folks did, spend it with family. So we actually had everyone from my mother and stepfather to all my uh, brothers and sisters and, and sister-in-laws and and all my grandkids, and we all just kind of had a picnic for the day. It's a little humid for for a picnic, but it was still great to get together and, and end the weekend on a family note. Yeah, always great to get together with family for sure. And um, and uh, looking uh, looking back on something, that, of course, uh, recently, Congressman, you had a uh, kind of a health scare, and uh, can you kind of uh, tell us about that? Walk us through it and um, uh, what the end result was. Yeah, I'm happy to. You know, Tom, um, and th- this is this is gives me call it a public service opportunity, but I felt a little tight when I was in D.C. Oh, two weeks ago. And I was actually with Marine Corps uh, in Norfolk, Virginia, touring a ship. I I stayed one extra day. I was supposed to fly home on Thursday, but instead I flew home Friday night. Wednesday night felt a little tight, felt fine Thursday, Friday. Went to the airport uh, from D.C., heading home. Uh, Walking through the airport, I thought, gosh, darn it. You know, I, I wasn't that I was winded. I just had a little tight chest. Uh, didn't sleep well that night, went into the hospital here in uh, Bartholomew County, Columbus Regional. The next uh, morning, uh, Denise and I went over and took about eight hours to figure out I had a blocked artery, no damage to the heart, did not have a heart attack or anything like that. And so they put a stint in, and I left. Of course, you watch it. It's absolutely it's miraculous what they do now. I'm sitting, I'm, I'm laying on the bed watching, <clears throat> watching them put the stint in on a, on a monitor and went home the next day. <clears throat> didn't know I didn't feel that well other than kind of the, the couple of days prior to didn't know I was slowed down. And, and now I have a lot more energy, Tom. And, you know, I've been, excuse me, married for 40 years, and now I have the opportunity to harass my wife for 40 more. <laughs> and so so she's real excited about that. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm sure she'll uh, she'll happily take that. But, uh, yeah, then, uh, so, indeed, uh, in, in a health scare, I'm sure. But uh, as far as uh, what uh, you would put out to the, your constituents, uh, as far as something like this, uh, uh, what would you say as far as uh, maybe uh, prevention or uh, maybe uh, getting checked out? Well, I would say get checked out, but you know, Tom, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with the listeners. Uh, I, I've been doing that. Uh, there's heart problems in my family. My father dropped dead in 1988 when I was 31 years old. I'm 65 now. Uh, six seven weeks ago. Denise and I went and had uh, calcium scans, and mine was zero. But if you feel so, if you just don't feel right, just don't put it off. Uh, you know, I, I think that's everyone is different, and everything's um, uh, you know, uh, it, it's unique for each individual. I had actually been losing weight and, and trying to get in better shape. 
so it wasn't like I had completely neglected that either. So if you don't feel well, go see your doctor, doggone it. All right. So whether it's, uh, you know, in your case, uh, the tightness or uh, if you feel like a burning or something like that, uh, you know, or, or whatever the case may be, uh, you know, go, uh, you know, go get that tended to and because uh, it, uh, it really can't wait. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, words of wisdom there as far as that's concerned. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah glad, glad you're doing well. It, uh, it was, uh, well, thank you. Yeah, it turned out to be a minor thing. So uh, with that, uh, we'll uh, we'll move on to, uh, of course, the um, elephant in the room, so to speak, uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned by the Supreme Court. And, uh, in fact, uh, you know, turning it back into uh, the state's uh uh, back in the state's uh, court, uh, so to speak. But uh, you know, your thoughts on uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned? Well, um, uh, my personal feelings about um, Roe v. Wade and the Hyde Amendment, and let me kind of describe that a little bit. There's uh, every bill that we have, uh, is, uh, a Hyde Amendment was supposed to be attached, and it was passed that no federal dollars would be spent paying for abortions. Unfortunately, all last year, we didn't put the Hyde Amendment in anything. Uh, I am personally opposed to abortion, period. Uh, But I want, and I always have been, and I always will be. Thank God I've never had to be involved in that decision uh, and pray that I never have to be. Uh, But what I find significant about what the Supreme Court did it's on it's multi-level here tom i'm very happy that they are sending it back to the state along with the supreme court ruled that the epa can't tell states what to do you know tom i'm i've talked about this for for the last couple of years with you i'm a federalist i'm tired of the federal government continuing to tell Indiana and us Hoosiers what we can and can't do. And I think the appropriate place for us to debate the road, how we want to proceed uh, with abortion, is in uh, our state legislatures here in the state of Indiana and and debate it here. And I will accept whatever uh, the state decides. Uh, We've had to accept what the federal government decided but keep in mind that across the country, we were passing in, in Congress, we were passing bills that allowed abortion up to the time of birth. And again, federal laws that dictate what states have to do, I'm absolutely opposed to. So from my point of view, the Supreme Court decision to include the EPA decision is, is is how we're going to get our country back on track and let states decide what it is that they want to do and let the people of the state of Indiana decide what's appropriate. What's appropriate in California is most of the time, if not all the time, not appropriate for the state of Indiana. Being broke like Illinois is not appropriate for the state of Indiana that has as a surplus. So this federal overreach into every aspect of our life, that's the huge win of what the Supreme Court did last week. Now, the time to debate how we, what we do with abortions in the state of Indiana will be left up to our, our General Assembly. 
Indeed, they'll be uh, getting together on July 25th to uh, debate that along with the um, uh, tax refund issue, which was the original intent of the the governor calling the special session. But uh, nevertheless, uh, so we'll be uh, keeping an eye on that. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout. We'll continue our conversation with Congressman Greg Pence right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our uh, twice-a-month visit with Congressman Greg Pence. In in the previous segment, uh, you talked about uh, being a Federalist in the can you explain to folks uh, who may not know uh, what that term means, uh, being a federalist? Well, from my point of view, if, if you know, the listeners know, uh, you know, I, I, I think that uh, Hoosiers know how to do things better than people out in Washington, D.C., out in what's affectionately or unaffectionately been called the swamp. Uh, for me, it is the swamp. It's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. I served in Marine Corps out in Virginia. Uh, many years ago, and, and the city now in the area is a hundred times bigger than it was, and that's strictly the federal government growing and growing, and the bureaucracies are now writing laws, and that was not the intent of our founders. That is not the intent of the Constitution. The Constitution makes it very clear anything not in the Constitution or laws passed, are, are the authority belongs to the states, and Every time we turn around, Tom, agencies, whether it's the FCC, the SEC, the EPA, uh, they're promulgating rules and regulations as if they're laws that we have to comply with. And that has gotten to the point where I've said for years now as a businessman, companies are all breaking the law every day because they can't keep up with all the laws and regulations that the bureaucracies are allowing. Tom, when we have votes in the House now, and it's pretty much all this year, when it's a little vote uh, that they're adding an assistant undersecretary to an agency, or they're asking for an agency to do a study on this and that, it's simply an additional growth of an agency or the federal government that I find totally unnecessary. And in many, in many cases, they'll have one agency doing the same type of study as another agency. The first bill I ever got passed three and a half years ago was calling for all the agencies to map, to agree on what mapping coverage we had in rural broadband. And that law passed. Uh, it's being implemented right now the agencies are getting together instead of having their own maps of what's covered you and i know what's not covered right mm-hmm. drive down the road and and if you're talking on the phone to somebody you'll go hey i'm going to lose you for about 15 minutes i'll call you back but different maps will say whether you are or are covered but that's that's an example of just the growth of the federal government you couldn't get funding or support in expanding rural broadband, which telehealth told us how important that is, 
because the maps in one agency were different from the maps in another agency. And, and so you have the, all these departments out in Washington, D.C. doing their own thing. And, you know, Tom, I just wrote a letter to the IRS on June 27th and said, why aren't you paying the refund to the people that have submitted on, April, on or before April 15th? And they're supposed to get a refund. You're supposed to get 45 days uh, by law that the agency has to process a refund and pay interest if they're delayed processing that. There is an enormous backlog because you know why, Tom? We've talked about this before. Mm. IRS agents aren't in the office to open the mail. Mm. So again, being a federalist, the, the federal government has gotten too big. And, and one of the ways that we can improve uh, our, our government and, and our country is to put the rights and the power and the authority back into the states where it belongs. And so, again, uh, Federalists, that goes back to, I'm sure, the founders, that uh, there were those who uh, believed that uh, the states uh, should have the, uh, the ability to do what they need to do. Exactly, Tom. You know, and uh, interstate commerce, you know, when, when it's between different states, that, of course, our health, our security, those are things the federal government should be doing. Uh, they, they shouldn't be telling Indiana, okay, here's, and the recent EPA ruling is, they said, okay, uh, the whole country needs to go to electrification. Well, that isn't working. That's why we have our, the inflation we have. They basically tried to shut down the electric, or the petroleum industry before and the coal industry before we had any alternative supply and then when the economy opened back up after covid they had restricted supply as demand is growing and so that was a huge win and ruling from the supreme court last week as well the epa does not have the authority to arbitrarily create a national energy plan all right, so with that, we're going to go ahead and uh, shift gears. And, uh, and of course, uh, this week and uh, last week, uh, you've been in the district. And uh, can you give us a, a recap of uh, what you've been up to? Uh, of course, we uh, talked about your uh, 4th of July, your family gathering. But uh, as far as uh, the, doing the, the uh, people's business, uh, what, uh, have you, uh, what have you been doing as far as uh, you know, last week and what's uh, on the docket for this week? Well, Tom, it's fair time. Yeah. <laughs> and I know uh, I, I know uh, your fair is coming up, what, in uh, uh, next week, I believe? Yeah, we've is got— Is that correct? We've got uh, three coming up here. We've got uh, the start of Decatur County this week, and then um, Decatur County and Franklin County will be, uh, you know, kind of uh, overlapping next week and then followed by uh, Ripley County the following week. So uh, we're going to be a little busy. Yeah, well, I'm got I have, uh, next Monday. I think I'm going to hit three of them. So, uh, and last week, uh, of course, I hit Bartholomew, Marion County. Is it? That's a new uh, county that I have. Believe it or not, Marion County has its own fair. That's not the state fair. It Rush County Fair and visited with a number of different businesses. Uh, some actually some transportation companies because we know. You know, the supply chain disruption got a little bit of a better understanding of how that's impacting Hoosiers. But just getting out, Tom, you know, I got out last week. I'll get out this week. Exact same thing. Fairs and different businesses and, and groups. Uh, I'll head out this afternoon, meet 
meet some businesses in the state that are leading the uh, uh, energy conversion charge. They're they're going to put in EV stations and uh, uh, things like that. And so, you know, I want to talk to them about that uh, and see uh, if, if there are things I don't know about and how it's going to impact Hoosiers. All right. And then uh, and I take it you head back to uh, Washington uh, next week. Uh, on the 12th. Yes, sir. We go. Uh, we, we're back in session the week of the 12th and then three weeks in a row. And then then I'm back home for seven glorious weeks yeah. in uh, August and September. All right. And uh, anything else before we let you go, Congressman? Just have, you know, folks, if they if they need any help or need any questions answered, pence.house.gov, give us a shout. All right. Well, Congressman Greg Pence, as always, we appreciate your time this morning. Uh, stay well, and we will talk to you again in two weeks. Okay. Thanks, Tom. Stay cool.